0: Welcome in everyone to another episode of my top five fantasy football takeaways this week and from the rest of the season we're going to focus even more on the dynasty parts of these takeaways let's jump into takeaway number one justin Herbert's season is over but it never really started oh boy was this a bad game herbert uh went nine for 17 for 96 yards and interception took four sacks Easton Stick replaced him after he had a finger injury, but the offense was totally ineffective with both quarterbacks. Head coach um, incompetent Brandon Staley must be fired immediately. I said it should be fired after last year. People said it was too quick. Uh, Well, clearly I was right. They were wrong. Uh, Brandon Staley is a disaster, but Justin Herbert has been fine. Not great, but fine this year. 65.1% of passes completed, 6.9 yards per attempt is kind of meh. 20 touchdowns to seven interceptions is decent. The receivers let him down with multiple uh, drops. Quinton Johnson has been horrible, though a little bit better lately. Uh, Game plans were horrific. Bringing in Kellen Moore as offense coordinator has not helped. So moving forward in Dynasty, I would expect. This finger injury to take Herbert out for the rest of the year. Why bring him back? You have him under a long-term contract. Why risk it? He's still a Dynasty QB1 for me. He's still a first-round startup pick in Superflex. If there's a discount here, if you have a contender who has Herbert and you can still make trades, I would consider acquiring Herbert. Um, Quentin Johnston will still be there. Quietly, he's been a little better. Eight catches for 143 yards over the last two games. But this is a team in flux. They're going to have a new coach probably a new general manager. Uh, they can save $20 million by cutting Mike Williams, $23 million by cutting Keenan Allen. I would suspect they keep Allen and cut Williams. Austin Eckler's a free agent. The whole team needs a reset, but Justin Herbert is still great. If this is a buying opportunity, take it. Uh, but yeah, just sad, sad state of affairs for the Chargers. Next one. This one, this sucked. Justin Jefferson returned. And immediately suffered another injury. He played 18% of snaps. Two two for 27. Two catches, 27 on three targets. Uh, Chest injury ruled out quickly. Seems relatively serious. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's probably a rib injury. He's probably going to miss the rest of the fantasy season the next three weeks. Partially because of this. And also because Josh Jobs was horrible. He was benched for Nick Mullins. Both quarterbacks were awful. And... Alexander Madison left with ankle injury. The entire receiving game was bad. Um, TJ Hawkinson was the only bright spot. Five for 53 on eight targets. Jordan Addison played 96% of snaps and had two catches. Long term, I have some concerns here with this offense because, first of all, I have no concerns with Justin Jefferson. Similar to Justin Herbert. If he's available, I would love to buy him from a contender who needs help right now. But I have some concerns that it's going to be hard for Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson to deliver uh, with Jefferson out there. Addison didn't do anything in this game. So, yeah. I think most likely scenario, Joshua Dobbs is over. Most likely scenario is that Kirk Cousins just comes back. But we'll see. Uh, that's what I'd be hoping for if I had Justin Jefferson on my Dynasty team. But either way, he's a strong buy at this point. It just sucks to see him wait all this time and then come back and suffer a completely unrelated injury. And no, I'm not having that Justin Jefferson is injury prone. I don't think that that's the case at all. CJ Stroud suddenly struggled in this game without Tank Dell and Nico Collins and in the weather. Weather's not a good excuse. I mean, Zach Wilson was 27 of 36 for 301 and two touchdowns in the same game. So you can't just blame it all on the weather. But I will say once Nico Collins exited with a calf injury, Stroud was abysmal. He was ten of twenty three for ninety one, took four sacks and then left with a concussion. Uh, he was looked like Bryce Young. I mean, it was it was terrible. So the receiving game didn't exist and everyone was bad. I mean, Collins was, had caught his only target before leaving, but Brevin Jordan was okay, three for thirty five on three targets, seventy five percent snap share, but the Committee of John Mechie, Xavier Hutchinson, uh, Noah Brown, and Robert Woods totaled four catches for 19 yards between the three of them on, four of them, on 16 targets. They were awful. Now, of course, I have no concerns with CJ Stroud. But the play of everyone beyond Collins shows that is going to be ready for next year. Collins is good. But they need another weapon. Brevin Jordan doesn't cut it. Dalton Schultz wasn't cutting it. These other wide receivers are all bad. They need another weapon. So anyone thinking for Dynasty that they're just going to run it back with Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and crap is wrong. They're going to add someone significant. Potentially up to the T. Higgins level, but there are other options. But it's going to be someone significant. So keep that in mind when you're valuing Dell and Nico Collins this offseason. Now, let's get to something more positive. I feel like it's been a lot of injuries. I mean, that was the big news this week, all those injuries and, and struggles. The Falcons, they ran their offense the way we wanted them to. Now, Desmond Ritter is not, is not it. He lost this game 26-40 for 347 touchdown interception. Uh, it wasn't bad. Three, four carries for 14, 15 yards and a touchdown on the ground. He was fine, but he's holding this offense back. However, Bijan Robinson had 15 touches, but played 78% of snaps. Drake London, 10 for 172 on 11 targets, 76% of snaps. Kyle Pitts, 85% of snaps, 357 and one on six targets. They used, finally, Bijan Robinson, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts on a majority of the offensive snaps. They stopped pulling them off the field for Tyler Algier- and they used two running back sets because they realized that Tyler Algier is probably better than any of their wide receivers as an offensive weapon. So, the usage of Bijan Robinson, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts was good. So, if they can get a quarterback, I think everything's going to be okay. And Drake London, 10 for 172, is amazing. So, I hope that they get a good quarterback, but at least it's nice to see the high-profile weapons getting run because that's what I want to see. Last one, and this is mostly a dynasty one as well. Joe Mixon dominated touches in this game, but Chase Brown is jumping onto the scene. Mixon had 21 carries for 79 in a touchdown and three for 46. He was fine, played 63% of snaps. But Chase Brown, eight for 25 on the ground, but three catches for 80 yards in a touchdown through the air, 30% snap share splitting the backfield in a one-third, two-third split. That lo- one long receiving touchdown was rather impressive. Of course, Chase Brown should be added in all Dynasty leagues if somehow he's not. Even in redraft leagues, I'm considering adding Brown as a handcuff to Mixon. Of course, he should have been rostered already. The big thing, though, for Dynasty is the Bengals can cut Joe Mixon before the third league day of 2024. Otherwise, $3 million becomes guaranteed. So we'll know very early on whether they intend to keep Mixon or let him go. If Mixon leaves, Brown will gain a lot of dynasty value. Although, of course, the Bengals will add some sort of other running back. However, that might be a good opportunity to sell Brown or to get something like a second for him, which is way more than he paid. So, of course, Chase Brown is on my list of dynasty risers from this week. Now, if you like these takeaways, make sure to like and leave a comment on the video. And, of course, subscribe to the channel. So you can be notified about all of these future videos. And the Dynasty content we're doing is great. The This week's Dynasty Stashes video, over 750 views. Last week's 1,300 or more. So we're loving the Dynasty content. We're going to keep delivering Dynasty content. And we will jump into some Patreon questions. Now, only patrons get to ask in advance questions for the YouTube. So... If you want to ask those kind of questions, make sure to sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com slash fantasyadvice. The link is in the top right corner of the video. That said, let's jump into question number one. Can Patrick Mahomes be trusted in the fantasy playoffs? His weapons aren't helping him and he only has three games with 20 plus points. The answer is no. No, uh, I don't think so. I think he's more of a mid, I ranked him at quarterback five this week. That was too high. I think he's more of a mid to low end quarterback one. So if you have better options, you can play other options. We talked about this a little bit. Initial thoughts on Jefferson for the rest of the season. Do you think he comes back? So unlike Justin Herbert, the Chargers are out of the playoffs. I think there is a chance Justin Jefferson returns. If only because if the Vikings make the playoffs, I think he might be healthy by playoff week one. But I do think he's going to miss the next three weeks. And I don't think we're going to get him for the fantasy season. So that's my take. But of course, don't drop him in redraft unless you're sure. Uh, Because Jefferson, any week he's out there is a must play. But that's kind of my thoughts on his return timeline. Uh, Certainly not an injury I have concern with long term. Thoughts on Jordan Love, Trevor Lawrence, and Sam Powell for the rest of the season. So Jordan Love still plays tonight. We'll have to see how that goes. Trevor Lawrence looked pretty decent despite the injury. I think next week he'll be fully healthy. I'm playing Trevor Lawrence as I normally would. Sam Howell, he's been so bad. I mean, the volume is there, but he's been so bad. Matchup dependent play for me. Zach Moss, thought he'd be what he was at the beginning of the season, but at this point I'm waiting for JT to return. The usage share was there for Moss. It's been there the entire time that JT has been out. It just hasn't happened in, at the goal line. He just hasn't scored. Zach Moss is still an absolute must play based on the usage. 85% snap share this week. I cannot sit him. So I'm playing him again. Playoffs are here. What are your do's and don'ts and advice for the playoffs? Um, Don't overthink it. The way I think about it is make the same decisions you would make another part of the year. If a like I am not afraid to sit down a stud just because it's the playoffs. I'm going to play the player I think is going to score the most points. If it's not Patrick Mahomes, fair enough. It's not Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to play someone else. So just treat it like any other week. Someone asked me on Twitter, well, it's a must-win game. I should do this. That doesn't change my advice. I try to win every week, especially in redraft. I mean, you try to win every single game. So, yeah, that's, that's my main advice. And the other thing is pick up defenses in advance. Uh, you can sometimes block out your opponent that way. Your thoughts on Justin Fields? Volatile fantasy football points, huh? Well, I think I have a very clear opinion on Justin Fields at this point. The Panthers are now 1-12. They have a two-game lead for the number one overall pick, and they'll probably have the strength of schedule tiebreaker. I saw that the odds of the Panthers pick being number one overall are like 96%. So... More than likely, the Bears are going to have that number one overall pick. They already passed on the number one overall pick last year. Probably ended up being the right decision if it was going to be Bryce Young. I don't think they're going to do the same thing again this year. I think they're going to take Caleb Williams and trade Justin Fields away. I don't care how much the Bears fan base screams and whines. That's probably what's going to happen. However, I think Justin Fields has played well enough that he's going to be a starter somewhere. Because there is a... Lack of competent quarterback play in the NFL. The Falcons we talked about earlier, the Raiders, these are teams that are too good to rely on getting a quarterback in the draft. They're not going to have access to that type of quarterback. But they're, you know, not good enough to stick with their current quarterbacks. They obviously can't do that. Falcons and the Raiders are the ones that make the most sense. But there are others. Justin Fields is going to be a 2024 starter somewhere. But it's not going to be in Chicago. So, and then, yeah, he's a playable fantasy asset as long as he's out there every week because of the rushing. I want to thank everyone for making it to the end of this video. I appreciate everyone who's watched uh, on the channel so far. And uh, yeah, make sure to check out all the Dynasty content. I'm trying to publish two Dynasty videos a week, plus this one. And uh, main show every Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll take your questions. There's been a lot of views on this last one, so I appreciate everyone for that. But until next time, I'll see you all later. Peace out.